Welcome to track number four of Tasters or Partakers. Are you ready to write it, write it the way I, I tell you? Number one, partakers of the ministry, amen, what it means to partake in the ministry of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Number one, what it means to partake of the ministry of the Lord Jesus. Number one, partakers of the ministry are Christians whose lives have been fused with the ministry. Amen. A partaker of the ministry is someone whose life has been fused with the ministry. Has your life been fused with the ministry? In a certain sense, it has. In a certain sense, it hasn't. You are a pastor, but you, you are just tasting. You see, but your life is not fused. What, what do you do on Monday mornings around 9 o'clock? I'll be in the office. Which office? The office of what? The state of Maryland. The state of Maryland. Maryland Department of Environment. Department of Environment. Wow. And on Tuesday at 10 o'clock, what would you be doing Tuesday? Same. Department of Environment. And on Wednesday, what will you be doing? <laughs> the same place. From morning till the evening? Yes. Your life seems to be fused with the Department of Environment. <laughs> and on Thursday? Same. Wow! Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Okay, I know Friday will be different. What do you do on Fridays? The same. Wow. <laughs> Department of Environment. So the whole life is fused to the Department of Environment. Is it not fantastic? So then later on, when you tell me that you, you are a full partaker of the ministry, you realize that it's not the case. Your life is fused. It's not fused with the ministry. But if you ask me, what do I do on Mondays? I'm in the ministry on Mondays. Monday is my officially resting day. But how can I rest? Because I'll finish on Sunday. I'll be flying on Monday. And I'm straight away into another activity. Do you get it? Tuesday, what do I do? I work on the ministry. Wednesday, what do I do? I work in the Thursday. I work Friday too. I also work. And Saturday. If you are dead, I have to bury you on Saturday. If you, if, you are, if you are getting married, I have to marry you on Saturday. I can't say I don't work on Saturdays. Do you understand? Yeah. And on Sundays, when everybody's resting, I have to go to church on Sunday. And then I preach and do everything. And then a lot of tasters of ministry join me in the afternoon. Come and have a little taste on Sunday afternoon. And then go back. And we all wear the same color. Wow. You see, so that's a deception. You see, and you see that the, the tasting is misleading you. You are now even becoming aware, familiar, and you are even disregarding it. You are just like the girl. You get it? Who has been slept with? And the guy, as you are putting on your panties, you are saying to yourself, you know, fire. Uncle James, it was Uncle James who told me a story many years ago when I was uh, a student, I was doing A-level physics. He told me that when he was a student on campus, there was a certain guy who had a lot of girlfriends. I mean, every time he had another beautiful girl on campus in Ghana in the University of Science and Technology. So he had 
different girls. He would sleep with that, he sleep with that, sleep with that, sleep with that, everybody. So he said one day, somebody asked this guy who had a lot of girlfriends, which of them are you going to marry? Which of the girls are you going to, which of these plenty girls are you going to marry? So the guy's answer, guy gave an answer which was surprising. He said, none of them. Then he pointed to one girl who was a scripture union virgin, virgin, virgin Pacific, virgin Pacific. And he said, that is the one I want to marry. That scripture. Uncle James told me the story. He said, the guy said, that girl in the scripture, you know, that's the one that I want to marry. You see? So you see that all the ones that he was tasting, he wasn't interested in them. But the one that he didn't taste is the one. So how sad it is when you saw, they tasted you and they rejected you. They tasted you, rejected you. Tasted you and rejected. And you even, yeah, you are, you are just rejected all the time because you've been tasted. That's what's happened to the ministry. Yeah, you rejected the ministry because that you've tasted. Sunday after you came to taste, you came to do some marriage counseling, you came to do some meetings, you had some small fellowship, you went to do some small visitation, then you rejected it. I want the Department of Environment. <laughs> I prefer to be with the Department of Environment. I love the Department of Environment. I want to stay with the Department of Environment for the rest of my life. I like it. Until you are old. Then you say, I feel the call of God. I feel the call of God. When all the things haven't worked and the visions and dreams for your life have not succeeded, the riches you thought you would get, you didn't get. They say, I sense the call of God. God is sending me to the nations. Now you come with your four children who are now needing money to go to university. And you are coming to the ministry. When you come to the ministry, you say, ah, okay, you have to start. When you come into the ministry at a certain age, you start, you see, if they say, my classmate, Dr. Nosh, was coming into the ministry. We are, we are colleagues in, in secular in the secular world, we are mates. If I was going into medicine now, he's 20 years ahead of me in medicine. I would start as a doctor. What are you? Are you a specialist of what? Internal medicine. Yeah. I became a doctor in 1989, 21 years ago. That's when I qualified. Do you get it? So 21 years have gone by, and my mates have gone ahead by 21 years. In income, specialization, this, that, everything. So if I say I'm now moving into medicine, that two door, that car with two doors, that doctor Nosh came to pick me with at the, yeah, that is the car that I have to go and find and start there. Or is it not true? Yeah, not that even that I have to, that is what will happen. Because I'm a bit late. In my startup to become a, a cardiothoracic surgeon. Yeah. I'm a bit late. Now, if he also is coming into the ministry, he will also have to start 
at where I was when I entered the ministry. You see, and that's what the lay people don't like. Recently, one person who is a lay pastor, person was invited to come into the work in the ministry. And the person said, I would like to come and work in the ministry. I don't, I don't agree that I will start from a certain point. That's, that's, that's what she said. I won't start at this. I don't want to start. At, I said, At which point will you start at? <laughs> you have waited until you are an old person. And now, at which point do you want to start from? You see, because you have, you have been deceived into thinking we are all the same. Because I share the colors easily, I share those shirts and share everybody, take a cross, take a whatever. You have the feeling that we are the same. But we are not the same. We are not the same. You get it? Yeah. So don't wait till it's too late. You get it? Yeah. But some of you, it's already too late. It's getting late. You are not as young as I thought. I thought I would see younger people at this camp. Are you young? Some of you are already looking a bit, you know. Do you know how you can tell somebody's age? There are three ways. I'm going to teach you only two. The third one, I'm going to keep it in my head. And I'm going to use it. But one is your size. Yes, your physical size. Your, your size, size 20, size 16, size 12. Especially the ladies. Because, you see, as you get older, what happens is that your as you prepare, you know, like when a plane is going to land, you know, they start, if you like, next time you're on a plane, look at the speed. You start reducing the engine speed. So the speed goes down. down. They do it very gradually, but it's because it's going to land to the ground where the speed will be zero. So you see, when your body is getting towards the grave, the engine in the body slows down. The fire, the metabolic rate, slows down. So the fat is not bent up as much as it used to. So you see that when you eat small, you know, and so that when you don't even eat, oh. yes, you don't even eat that. Yeah, so without even eating. So that's why when you see somebody at the age of 20 something, the person is huge. And you ask yourself that if now that the engine is working fully, the fire is burning, what will it be like when you are 40 when the engine has been lowered? And the fires have been reduced. The fire that burns the fat. How many understand what I'm saying? Yes, you are beginning your descent. (laughs) So the the engine has slowed down. So that's why always, almost automatically, when you see somebody of a certain size, you sort of assume the person is at a certain age. Because size comes with that age. Isn't it? I wouldn't tell you the other two. No, I've changed my mind. No, I will not tell you. All right, all right. You like stories too much. <laughs> okay. So, to be a partaker is to become one. What did I say? 
Ah, it's to be fused. Okay, very good. Number two, partakers of the ministry are Christians who have given themselves totally to the ministry. Amen. There are people that have given themselves totally. Totally. Amen. What does the Bible say? Give thyself wholly to these things that thy profiting may appear to all. Amen. Number three. How many would agree with me that you, you, you I mean the brother, what, what is the name of the worker? Development of what? Environment. State of Maryland. How many would agree with me that he has given himself totally, I mean he goes on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Friday. Do you go on Saturdays sometimes? Sundays? No, you don't go on Sundays. Okay. But how many would agree with that he's given himself totally to the Department of Environment? I mean he's there the whole week. Doc, do you sometimes work on Saturdays? Stand up, stand up. Do you sometimes work on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays? Oh, Shabalaba. I mean, this guy is even more totally committed. Is it not amazing? Yeah, he's giving himself totally. So, partakers of the ministry are those who have given themselves totally to the ministry. So, today is uh, Saturday. Is today Friday? So, I'm, I'm working in the ministry on Friday. And tomorrow, Saturday, I'm going to be working in the ministry. And on Sunday, I'm going to be working in the ministry. And then on Monday, I'm going to be working in the ministry again, continuing my journey to the next place. So, I'm totally merged with the ministry. My life is merged with the ministry. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay, brother. Sit down. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have become deeply rooted in the ministry. I'm giving you, you see, you can go and check for yourself the word partake, right? All these words, deeply rooted, it comes from the English word. I didn't invent it. Do you understand? You can find them in the thesaurus. It's there. It means this. This is one of the words. To become deeply rooted in something. Amen. Amen. Number four. Partakers of the ministry are those who have entrusted themselves to the ministry. How many agree with me that people have entrusted themselves to the work they are doing in America? And they trust that they are going to be blessed, rich, prosperous. Isn't it? Over the years, isn't it? What do you think? One day a certain brother was traveling abroad. And he came to see me in the church. I was standing outside. And he came to see me. He told me, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm going here. I'm going to stay and live there. I said, oh. So I said, let me pray for you. I have to pray for my, all my people. When I prayed for him, these are the words that came out of my mouth. May you find what you are looking for. Amen. So, afterwards, he was worried about the prayer. He thought maybe it was a curse. I said, no. It's not a curse. It's rather a very powerful prayer because you are looking for something. 
That is why you entrust yourself to that thing. And give your whole life to that place. And move your whole life and your country. Leave your house, leave everything. So if I ask your pastor, I pray, may you find what you are looking for is a great blessing. Because, and that's what I pray. That's why sometimes I look at my lay people and I ask myself, do these people think that I don't want them to prosper? One lay pastor said, I'm preaching against honest work. I'm preaching against work. as if I'm against work. Oh, how can I be against work or against honest work? That's why I say that if the Lord, that's why you see, there are kind of, I will, when, even when I see your face, I will, I will change the message. Look, look phenomena. <laughs> hey, you, you, cannot, you cannot even see what the message is about. You cannot even see what the message is about. Because I want my lay people to... I don't want them to even have, even for one second, a mind that I don't want you to prosper. It's not true. I really want... I want the two worlds to do well. I want the lay people... I want them to... Anybody who is working... It is my... I, I told somebody the other day, person, when I come and visit them, I said, when you pay for your house, I will come to your house and pray in your house. Recently, a person came and told me, I've paid fast. I started to read. I was so happy. I said, I'm so, I'm so impressed. I'm coming to your house. I will find a program that will bring me to that airport. Now, when, when they are find, making my ticket, I'll tell them, pass through that town. I'm coming to dedicate that house. That's, I'm very happy when they prosper. It's rather sad for me. I said, people have gone for something. They don't get that thing. Then I asked myself, then it, has, has, it, has it been worth it? And trusting yourself, giving yourself to something, you, didn't even, you couldn't even own a house. Just a mere house. You couldn't own a mere house after all that you've done. Oh. Rather, you went to sign a contract that you are owing for 40 years. couldn't get a house. You couldn't own a car or a television without a, a, a monthly payment. It's the saddest thing in my life. Saddest. I feel so sad. Because I want to be, I want to have millionaires. Not, not People chained to deaths all around me. Me, I didn't go and follow money. I can give you thousand dollars. It will not even occur to me. You, you following money, you can't give me thousand dollars freely. It, it, it is something that is so hurtful to me. It's, it pains me. I, 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 I don't know anything sadder. 
that my people didn't become millionaires. So when that brother came, I, I was standing outside. May you find? Eh? May you find what you are looking for? <laughs> it's one of the most power. How many would like me to pray that prayer for you? Yeah, it's a senior prayer that encompasses everything. Yes. Because you are looking for something, whether you declare your goals or not. In our current world, it's, it's like you're not supposed to say certain things, but it is your goal. And I want you to find, I want you to have it. I want to, I want to come to church and have somebody will come to me with keys. With a key like that. So, Bishop, this is your, uh, your house in America. I've bought a house for you. I said, oh, really? Praise the Lord. God, I, mean, I live by offerings. I told you, I live by offerings. So this is your house. One pastor was telling me, he came to visit us in the country. He said, Bishop, this church that you have here in Nigeria, if you have this church, people will come to you. He gave me that example. People will come to you. This is your house that we have built for you. This is your house. People will take offering with keys. Bishop, these are your keys of your new car. It's on the high seas. This is your key. After years, 20 years of searching for money, you don't have money that you can buy somebody a car. Make right at my age, I've given somebody a car before. Huh? At my age, I've given people cars. And you have been searching for these cars. And you've not been able to have a car that you can send to your old father and your old mother. When they send you, you say, they are always worrying me. They are worrying you. They are worrying you. They are worrying you. Your mother is worrying you. What did you come here for? You have forsaken everything only for this. That's why when I pray that prayer, may you find <laughs> what you are looking for. Hey, you say, I'm guessing you. Oh, you see, you don't understand. You see, I have two wells. Everything has two faces. There's full-time lay. Full-time lay. In the lay, I want what you are doing, you must do it well. So now you see people, lay people say, oh, we are not taking this job so that we can have time. I say, my friend, do the lay job. Look the thing properly because you are actually trying to get money. So get it well. Get it properly so that we know that, yes, you are free. I want to see my people owning houses, cars, lands, whatever, cash, fluid, free, free, free. I want them to come and say, Bishop, can we come with you? We, all, we hear that you are going to Singapore. Can we come? Say, come. Come and let's go. Buy your ticket and let's go. You must prosper. So, you see, you see, Pastor Prophet Kakra here. I called him on uh, Tuesday. I said, Look, I'm going to America. Will you come with me? He said, He said, I'll come. I said, Buy your ticket. Business class, I'll buy your ticket and let's go. He said, I'll come. He's bought, he's a priest, a pastor. He's not looking for money, but he had, he had what he, he bought business class. He followed me to Louisiana and back to Ghana. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to accompany me. So, so we, we can fellowship a little. Sit at the airport in Frankfurt. We sit in the lounge. We sit here. We sit on a plane. We order food. We drink. Yeah. We are not looking for money. You are, you are looking for money. You cannot buy your business class ticket for us to go. Every day, emergency exit. Emergency exit. Oh. 
praying for you, may you find what you are looking. You say, I'm cursing you. Oh, you don't understand me at all. You don't understand me at all. Huh? You don't understand me at all. You've misunderstood the whole ministry work. Huh? So once you are here looking for money, may you what? Find what you are looking for. May you find it. Yeah. You are, that's why I said, when the person I've paid for mass, I will come there. I will come there by the grace of God. Ah, I'm sitting in the chest and I'm now sitting in the house. Not a contractor, I'm sitting in the house. Wow. Yeah. Real house. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Foxes have holes. Foxes are be able to make houses for themselves. Beds are be, and you, you are going to school. You cannot make a house for yourself. It's very serious. This is serious. Foxes are able to make houses by holes for themselves. Beds are able to make and you cannot build a house for yourself. That's why Jesus was comparing himself to foxes and beds when he said, I don't have a house. He said, Me foxes have made beds have made me the son of man have not made a house for me. It's a message. And it was not out of foolishness, but out of a certain reason. That's why he has not built a house for himself. He was comparing himself to foxes and birds. If fox are able to, birds are able to, how much more me should I not have been able to make out? But there is a reason. Follow me. I have nowhere to stay. And it is intentional. Because even as low as a fox, they are able to organize a place. And you, you are in America, in the American dream. You cannot organize any place for yourself. Inside the American dream. American dream, you are here, you cannot get a house. Oh, no fine, no fine. Tell your neighbor, no fine. Ah, you know, try. May you find what you are looking for. Partakers of the ministry are people who have become deeply rooted in the ministry. Partakers of ministry are Christians who have become, have entrusted themselves to, to the ministry. Amen. Number five. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who are broken through in the ministry. To break through. Number six. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who participate in the ministry. Real ministry, you participate. Now, somebody may say, well, but we are participating in the ministry. Amen. We are participating in the ministry. But there's a type of ministry that you, you are not participating in. If I say come, you cannot come. If I say go, you cannot go. There are people who should have been at this camp that they cannot come. You cannot easily come. Come from where? You must be joking. All my leave is finished. I have done this. They have to be there. If I don't go, this and that and that. You cannot come. You cannot participate. A lot of things you cannot participate in. Huh? When I'm going to Korea, I should, I should go with you. Why can't you participate in that aspect of the ministry? Yeah. I mean, this year I've been to so many places. I don't know why I'm traveling so much. I've been here, 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 up and down. Oh. 
here, 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 go here, go here, come here, go here, go. You cannot participate. Can you participate? I'm asking whether you can participate. And will you not answer the question that I'm asking? I'm asking whether you can participate. You cannot. So why do you see? That's why I said that the color that I've given to you and the cross I've given is deceiving you. You had a taste of it. You, you thought you were participating. You officiated one wedding. You thought you were participating. You buried one member. You thought you were participating. It was our overload that we gave to you. Now you are celebrating. You are celebrating nothing. Amen. Amen. Are you there or you've gone home? Partakers. I want to finish this so that we can move into 10 reasons why tasters do not become partakers. Number seven. Ask your neighbor, are you participating? What did they say? No answer. No answer. Ha! You don't want to say that answer. You are tasters. Forgive. Number eight. Partakers of the ministry are Christians. Seven. Partakers of the ministry are those who have committed themselves. Committed themselves to the ministry. Number eight. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have become involved with the ministry. Involved with the ministry. Number nine. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who are identified as representing the ministry. Amen. 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 What did you say? What did you think? We are on number what? Ten. Number eleven. Partakers of the ministry are Christians whose lives are not separate from the ministry. Your life is not separate. Amen. Isn't it? Your life is not separate from the ministry. Wow. Is it fantastic? Huh? Is it fantastic? Your life is not separate. When I wake up in the morning, my life is joined. It's not separate. Isn't it? Yeah. But some time ago, my life was separate. Wake up in the morning, I'm in the hospital working. I'm on medical ward too. I'm in the emergency ward. I'm in the orthopedic ward. I'm in the th- I'm in theater. But now when I wake up, I'm in church work. I'm in a conference. I'm in a meeting. I'm praying. I'm going somewhere. I'm traveling to go and preach. And my life is joined. I'm not separated. I'm not, I'm not in doing something. The ministry is going on somewhere. I'm it's part of it. Tasters should accept that they are tasters. And stop deceiving themselves that we are actually partaking. You have to know the difference between tasting something and partaking of something. That's what this camp is about. So you see that there is a great gulf betwixt the two things. 
such that they that will pass from hands to dance need to go through a triple jump, a high jump and a pole vault. But it is possible. Unlike heaven to hell, it is impossible. But from tasters, it is possible to become a partaker. Did you hear what I'm saying? To join, to go between hell and heaven, it is impossible. But to go from a taster to a partaker, it is possible. Are you excited about that? I said, it is impossible to go from heaven to hell or hell to heaven. But it is possible to go from a taster to a party. Yeah, because when you taste the teriyaki, you say, yeah, give me. Give, give me, give me one, one of that. And then you taste another one of some other beef. And you said, give me one of this. I want more. Can you add some more of that? Can I have some Mongolian beef? And, 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 then, and then you taste of something else. Some pork. And you said, come on, give me some of that one more. I want to eat it. I'm going to partake of it. I'm going to be merged with it. I'm going to be amalgamated with it. I don't want to be separated from the teriyaki chicken is there and I'm here. Are you listening to me? Now, number what? You see, when the ministry is you, your life is the ministry. Yesterday, I was telling you about the story of the uh, pig and the chicken. And I didn't finish. Because the person I've nominated to tell the story has refused to tell the story. So, let me finish telling you that story. The pig and the chicken were discussing that the children look very hungry. And they are feeling very hungry on the farm. So, they said, we need to organize some food for them. So, the chicken said to the pig, let us get some bacon and eggs, bacon sausage and eggs for the children. Do you understand? Bacon sausage and eggs is what they need because they are very hungry. So the pig turned to the chicken and asked the chicken, do you know what you are saying? Do you know the meaning of what you are saying? You want to ask to give you and I, we are going to give bacon, eggs, and sausages to these children. Do you know what it means for me? For you, you just go and pop and you give one egg. And you are still moving. But for me, the thing is merged. It's merged into me. It is amalgamated in me. It is my life that I'm giving. When I give my bacon and my sausages, because I'm fused. I'm fused with the thing. So that the pig has, do you know, do you know the meaning of what you are suggesting? So, brothers and sisters, I can tell you, God is telling us that we are to give ourselves and join ourselves 
So that as we are giving to the Lord, we are giving our very lives all the time. Our baking, our sourcing, we are getting finished. It's not that you just pop an egg. That's why when I'm taking offering, I take it seriously. Because your giving of your money is the least you can do. Just put $500, $600, $150. It's nothing. You just burn down, pop, and then you just keep moving on. Back to the Department of Environment. <laughs> you just pop one down, or you are back to the Department. <laughs> When you are a taster, ministry does not cost you your life. But when you are a partaker, it's your very life you are shedding off every time you are giving. You are giving your very life. There are two different things. Amen. Number 11. Number 12. Partakers of the ministry are Christians. 11. You are not separate. Your lives are not separate. 10 is that you have been merged. Twelve. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who are identified with the ministry. Thirteen. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have committed themselves wholly to the ministry. Number fourteen. Partakers of the ministry are Christians whose lives hmm, are completely merged. Same thing. Okay. Good. It's good to repeat. Fifteen. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who carry out the activities of the ministry. I'm sure you have 14 then. 16. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who are responsible for the ministry. Amen. Hmm? Yesterday, Pastor Joel and I, we went to a church. There was a gentleman there. And uh, the gentleman said, I don't work here. I just volunteer. Do you understand? So I don't know much. I can't. I'm just, I'm just a volunteer. I help with this. And I help to greet people and say hello and all that. But I am not responsible. I, you see, there's a difference between somebody who is a volunteer and somebody who is really part of the thing and is responsible for the ministry. So he could not help us much. He was just like us. He went around the church trying to open all the doors. He couldn't open them. God is not responsible for the ministry. He's just a volunteer. He just happened to be around. He doesn't have the keys. But God wants to lift you up to a point where you are actually the person who's you are the person responsible for the church in Virgin Island. What did you call that place? St. John's. Where, where are all these places? Where are the Virgin Islands? Caribbean area? Near Caribbean. Is that where the Bermuda Triangle and those things are? Virgin Islands. I can find it on my computer. You got a map? Where is it? I don't see Virgin Islands. No. Listen, it would be better, huh? You see, if, 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 let's say you are here, and they ask you, what, what work do you do? So I'm an usher. You say, I'm a member of a choir. 
and this and that or you are in the virgin island responsible for all the ministry that is going on in that virgin island which one do you think is a, is a higher thing you are a partaker you are a partaker you are responsible it's not that you are just so that means a small one like that and you are moving god is trying to elevate you what do you think yeah and you see your american passport is a sign of 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 what you are supposed to do you are supposed to go where an american can go God said, Moses, see, I began to deliver this man to your hand. But when he said no, no, see, you see now. As soon as some people said no, they will not come. God showed me, see this person. I began to bring all these people to you. That would never have come. Because all these people say no. So Lord said, see, I have began to bring all these people to you. All of them have come to me. They will never have come. Because all these people said no. So these people came. So, what God allows to happen in the natural, they are also part of God's directions. See, I have begun to deliver. Shabaya. I see you becoming responsible for an island, becoming responsible for a nation. Becoming responsible for a mission. Ah, is it, is it not a powerful thing? Uh, Ransford, stand up. What are you responsible for now? What are you doing? Where are you? Which church are you in? Dallas. Good. It's a good practice ground. Good practice. Amen. But see. The Lord has begun to give you certain things for you to do. There are certain levels you will never see unless you take that step. There are certain places you will never, never, never go in the ministry and the spirit until you take that step. So see, you people, don't be afraid of it. We are coming to that. Don't be afraid. Huh? God has entrusted a certain message to us. We have to give ourselves to it. That's why I asked you whether yesterday whether you were tired. Because me, I'm not tired. I'm not tired at all. I mean, I don't know if you are the right people that I'm talking to, but are you the right people? Or there is another group that should have been here. This is the real group. This is the group. If you are the group, in some years' time, none of you will be in America again. In, in this mainland. So, if you are the group. So, you see, uh, stand up, Ura. He was in a group. When You see those camp others, which are the ones you had mentioned? Prophetic South American camp, yeah? Others, Kenwa, All Out. He's one of the people that was, he lived in Milton Keynes. Yeah. He's now in where? Now he's in New Zealand. He was in Papua New Guinea and then he's in New Zealand. None of those people are there in, in, in England. 
I'm talking about British citizens. People don't know who they have to leave. They are not in the country again. I can't find them. I miss them. When I go to England, I miss them. Because I remember all these, my people. Some of them are in Ghana with me. You, you can't even stay again. That's why I was asked whether you are the ones or another is to come. <laughs> I should wait for another. <laughs> are you here that is to come? Or? <laughs> so that is why John the Baptist sent a message to Jesus. When he, uh, Jesus sent a message, tell him that these signs. The gospel have the preach, the poor have the gospel preached, the dead are raised, this and that. That he will know that I'm the one. So that's what I'm saying. The sign that you are the ones. I will fight. Not that I don't want you to be. I also want American members to give American dollars. Or you think I don't need American dollars? I need American members, American dollars, American money, all those things. They are all, but you see, there is something far greater than the little offering you can give. When you give your life to the Lord, you fulfill a far greater purpose than giving $100 or $50. It's true. You give more than an egg. A chicken can give an egg for years and years and years and years before giving their life. And sometimes when you have been dropping, 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 you, you, that is what you should really continue doing. Because you cannot do anything else. Become a layer. And an old layer, which are given away free. Nobody can eat it. Have you eaten one before? You cannot eat the meat. Yeah. In India, they just share them. They just or burn them. Nobody can eat it. Eat you. Your life is not usable anymore. After you've been a tester for a long time, your, your life itself cannot be used. If I even become a bed, nobody can, can chew you. Yeah. I went to a, a certain country one day and they, they came to serve. They said it was supper time. And then they brought chicken. <laughs> hey! When I saw the, the leg of the chicken was like this. <laughs> I said, oh man, which type of chicken is so long? I couldn't eat it. Amen? Alright. So, that's the sign. Thank you. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have got to the bottom of the ministry. Number 18. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have grasped the ministry. Wow. Number 20. Partakers of the ministry are Christians who have gained access to the work of the ministry. Amen. Access. And partakers of the ministry are Christians who enter into the work of the ministry. Amen. And number 21, 22, partakers of the ministry are Christians who play a part in the ministry. And partakers of the ministry are Christians who have joined themselves to the ministry. Amen. All right. Stand to your feet for a moment.
Lift your hands to the Lord and just pray to God for a moment.